0: If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's Will? You get rich quick! Stand on the line, play the game again. everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win, gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky
1: day. Hello, everybody! Welcome to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. This is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, come together once a week over a single topic, and from that topic, ejects, ejaculates an enormous load Wow of ideas.
2: Wow, you're not even warming up to it. You're just right in
1: <laughs> an enormous load of ideas wow. to impregnate you with the desire, the ability to make tons of money super quickly. Wow. The gestation period for these ideas is short, people. Yes. Less than 9 months. Yes. More like a more like a moth where it's like a day. Yeah. Give birth, get rich. Quick. Quick is what we're talking about here. We don't ask for any money up front. No shyster classes in big rooms and convention halls and in hotel ballrooms. We don't do that. That's not how we play. We give you these ideas right up front. You take them. You do what you need to do to make it happen for you. Mm -hmm. Then you get exceedingly rich, exceedingly quickly. And then and only then, once you've taken the idea or any number of ideas. Look, some of these ideas you may love, but they're just not for you. And you give them a try. It doesn't work. Give them to some friend of yours. Say, hey, I got this idea. I thought I was going to use it. I can't really do much with it. You take it. And they go, thanks, man. I've needed one of these ideas. And they get rich on that one, but you get rich on one of the different ones, one of the other ones, one of the other 5,000 incredible Uh, ideas that we have put forth on various topics. And when you get rich, guys, and only when you get rich off of the idea or ideas that you choose, Mm -hmm. then and only then you give us a little money How, yeah. what do they give us no
2: i'll tell you so after you're super rich after you've made your wealth your fortune you say hey i didn't get here by myself there are those people that 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 helped me out along the way that the one guy who who didn't ease into things he took it quick he started the show within the first
1: few seconds talking about ejaculating Uh, Prematurely, some might say.
2: (laughs) He might say prematurely. I
1: talk about ejaculation prematurely. Uh,
2: They are the ones who started me down this road to riches. I owe them 10% of everything I made. I need to tithe them. If I use two ideas, I don't owe them more than 10%. It doesn't go to 20%. Nope. 10% of all your riches, guys. Yeah.
1: We're Do all it. about volume, guys. Volume. We don't think we're... We're not exactly. going to raise our tithes. No.
2: You're not getting a discount either, though.
1: No. But, you know, we have so many ideas ideas out there that... Yeah. Without a doubt, have gotten people rich. And oh. The tithes just need to start rolling in.
2: Crazy
1: rich. Anyway, Noel. Yeah. I haven't seen you in a week. You have not. And it's been a long lonely week. It's without been a you. long lonely week. It has been. Yeah. You didn't even wish me a
2: happy birthday on my birthday. I I think I did on on Facebook. You mean the the app and the uh the website I that I don't go on. I didn't realize until I as I told you when I saw you today, uh-huh. your birthday caught me by surprise. Apparently.
1: even Happy though, birthday, Josh. Thank you. Even though Your favorite story in the whole wide world. I tell you, I don't listen. Started started off with me going. I'm not listening to right now even. (laughs) (laughs) Started off with me going. My fiftieth birthday is Uh coming up, and it got me thinking. Coming up, I'm pretty sure I mentioned the date, but I uh, hopefully our fact checker will be able to tell me if that's true or not. That's a good point. Um. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. uh, and, uh, and, uh, uh, I then went into how I was thinking that about- Those weeks
2: ago, and then you went birthday. away.
1: Whatever, dude. Whatever, dude. It's all good, dude. It's all good, dude. Anyway. Anyway. So there you go. Yeah. How have you been, man? I've been good. So when I was a kid, mm-hmm.
2: I was a bit of a prankster. Fancied myself a prankster. You fantasied yourself uh, a prankster. and I- Got what I thought was the height of excellence one time. I bought myself a can of spray fart. Right? It was aerosol fart. Uh-huh. And uh, I brought it to school, just in the bathroom, did a little... T- and it was like, wow, it's this intense is military-grade yeah. yeah. fart.
1: It's really intense. Yes, really intense.
2: <laughs> and I... Uh, At the time, so this was in London, Ontario, Mm -hmm. Canada. Mm -hmm. I went to a music school called St. Mary's. And uh, people that went to the school came from all over the city because it was Mm -hmm. a music school, right?
1: The Uh, city of London. The city of
2: London. Uh, Not the
1: real city in Ontario, which would be uh, Toronto.
2: The city I lived in.
1: Okay. (laughs) All right. Just checking.
2: Uh, (laughs) Uh, So... You spent a
1: lot of your time in Canada in sort of second and third rate cities. What
2: are you talking about?
1: Well, London. London. Ottawa. Ottawa, I went to school. Toronto. Oh, did you live in Toronto? Yeah, I lived in Toronto. Okay. Not a second rate city. No, that's a first rate city. Number one in the country. <laughs> I meant I meant I meant and I wasn't even talking about necessarily second rate in terms of the rest of the world. Okay. Or or compared to America. I was just talking in terms of like, you know, Toronto, Montreal, Calgary, uh, 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 well, not Calgary No, Vancouver I meant Sure um, You know, first-rate cities Okay You know, and then like You got like Londons And the Ottawa's You know, you even said yourself Ottawa Ottawa's was, a weird place Was where the Maritimers would go When yeah. they wanted to go to a big city But they couldn't go to a, bi- a proper big city Yeah You know, so I thought maybe That was just your history in Canada And then you went to the second city Here in the United States of America Yeah, the second city yeah. Not the first city not the best city, not the biggest city, the Where I live city. now? Right. Well, you finally got, you know... New York City. You finally got there. I it can't hear you. It took you a long you. time. New York City.
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, so I uh, and everyone else in my school, uh-huh. we all took the uh, city buses. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get school bused. We city bused okay. it to school. Uh, and I had to do it from all the way across city. So after school... The school buses, or, or the buses that would go by the school, mm-hmm. would be mobbed with kids, right? Right? Because this whole school was taking the city bus. Mm-hmm. So I had to take the bus and then transfer downtown for another bus, and it was like 90% kids from St. Mary's mm-hmm. on there. So about a half block before I had to get off, I take out my little can <laughs> oh of fart, God. and I give it a little... T- uh-huh. And, like, literally, that's it, like a mini spritz, right? <laughs> Horrible. Like, I, this stuff, i if they still sell it, they must have changed the recipe. Uh-huh. Because in in today's post-9-11 world, if this were to go off anywhere, they would call the military <laughs> saying, we have been gassed, mm-hmm. we think there's been a chemical attack.
1: I don't think they've changed it. I have some recollection. Well, uh-huh. I'll tell my story. Okay. But I have some recollection of... Not that long ago experiencing uh, that. Okay. So,
2: as I said, it was about a half a block from where I was supposed to get off. And uh, it was so bad instantly in this bus that everyone got off the bus. (laughs) St. Mary's or not, Uh needed to get off there or not, everyone got off. And as I got off, I I was already thinking, like, ooh, that was a lot worse than I thought it was going to (laughs) be. And as I got off it was in the winter. Uh-huh. And you know how uh little kids have their mittens yeah. strung through with a like a, a yarn mm-hmm. so that they don't lose them. Mm-hmm. So there's a little kid uh and he's got his mitten that's attached <laughs> to his sleeve and he's holding it open and he's like 5 years old uh-huh. and he's holding open his mitten and puking into it. <laughs> I felt so horrible. I felt so horrible. (laughs) How old were you? I was, uh, I was, I think I was in grade six, so I was like 11.
1: So I knew someone, this was about, sorry for yawning, Uh but you bore me. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm going to say 15 years or so ago. Uh I was like 34, 35-ish. They had gotten... Art concentrate, but not in a spray, just in a liquid form, okay, in a bottle. And I wanted to, they, and everyone was passing around, going like, "Oh my god, this smells so bad!" Oh my, you know. And I was like, "All right, let me smell it." Uh huh. They gave it to me. And I smelled it, and I was not prepared for the intensity of it. And I sort of jerked away, and some splashed on my hand, mm-hmm. and it doesn't come out. <laughs> you have to, like. Y- y- I was scrubbing and, scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing, and every time I put my hand to my face, uh-huh. I'd get this intense <laughs> smell, and I'd start gagging. It got so bad. Ugh. I couldn't work. I was working as a chef at the time. I couldn't work because my hand smelled so bad yeah. that no one around me, you know what I mean? Even though you know, I was wearing gloves and whatnot, but it was like the smell would come out of the gloves, like through the... the the wrist parts of the gloves, and everyone was just nauseous. Yeah. And for a day, it was like that. It took a day for it to completely wear off. I mean, I scrubbed it with, uh, 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 you know, scrubbies and varieties of soaps. Uh-huh. It was intense and awful, and you're a bad person <laughs> for doing what you did. You know,
2: uh, Montzilla the Chick Thrill, a famous ex-sponsor of ours. Wow, he's he's been mentioned a lot in yeah. the
1: past few weeks.
2: Well, uh, because he... Uh I I don't know if he still does mm-hmm. but I can definitely vouch for well into his 30s he used to buy stink bombs by the case. Really? Oh and let them off <laughs> everywhere.
1: Let them off everywhere. I feel like stink bombs I I I have some recollection of stink bombs when I was a kid and they didn't smell nearly as bad no, as the fart juice.
2: Not even in the same Yeah. Sphere. Fart juice
1: is like they take actual shit from homeless people. Who are drug addicts and <laughs> yeah. and only eat Basically. other homeless people's shit? Yeah, and then distill it down, Ugh, it's and put worst. it in a bottle. It's the worst. Yeah, it's 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 beyond unbearable. It makes uh, skunk smell okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's that. Uh, yeah, it's it's for those of you that haven't tried. It, I say get a bottle and yeah, pour it, pour it on yourself. Put it on. Uh huh. Try it a a, a drop, just of a heat little dab under by, each ear, and, and a little smear on the and right in the and on a little bit on the wrist. Yeah, and you will have your date. Yeah, on their knees if they're a caprophile. Sure. Um What I will say, Noel. Yes. Is this these stories we're telling? Uh huh. It's going to end up being a little bit of a switcheroo, I think, for our. Regular listeners who understand Mm -hmm. that our stories, even though they are spontaneous and off the cuff, Uh uh, somehow manage to uh, uh, be an indicator in some way of what our topic is. What? How is the day? this not well, right because, on the topic? Because, oh, wait, I'm not saying it's not right on the topic, but with all the talk, people are going to think that our topic is farts. It's not. But it's not, it's no. not farts. What is it? Our topic
2: this week is vomit, how to get rich with it, how to up your way, how to upchuck your way to the top. To
1: financial freedom. To
2: financial freedom. Yeah. You guys. vomit we're gonna do it right now
1: (laughs) you're gonna vomit out this incredible (laughs) idea (laughs) uh
2: you guys vomit uh i don't know if you know this it's not just gross it's science uh what does that even mean (laughs) i kind of entitle my scheme sometimes Uh uh-huh and that's what this one is it's not just gross it's science that's great yeah uh, Dr. Rachel Hers of Brown University's done quite a bit of research on vomit scientific research. She noted that the main smell of vomit comes from a substance in it called butyric acid. This is also the same compound that gives parmesan cheese its smell.
1: Oh mommy. Yeah. Um, is is that why when people vomit sometimes they call it booting because of the butyric acid? Ooh, maybe. I'm curious because I've I've heard the term booting and never known what the etymology of it is. Uh I don't. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no too. Unless a scientist made it up. Because I'm betting that well you know crapper taking a crap from John Crapper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe.
2: maybe. Anyway, anyway.
1: So. Uh,
2: Butyric acid, also the same compound that gives Parmesan cheese a smell. Uh, and she conducted some, exper- uh, some experiments.
1: She had people smell the butyric acid. You've now pronounced this three different <laughs> ways in the last <laughs> three times you've said it. Butyric acid, I okay. think it is. B U T I R I C? B U T Y R I C. Oh, okay,
2: yeah. Uh, so she had some people <clears throat> smell it. And uh, she told him it was Parmesan cheese. And when she told him it was Parmesan cheese, the people responded saying they loved it. Mm-hmm. it smells delicious. It's great. They would eat it, their mouths watering, etc. Same people were given the same butyric acid, but told it was vomit. They were completely horrified. They tried to get away from it, they gagged. They thought it was completely disgusting. They were repulsed. They were angry <clears throat> mm-hmm. that they this trick got played on them, mm-hmm. they felt, right? They felt like the little boy on the bus puking into his mitten.
1: Yeah, that poor kid. But did did anyone know that it was? Did it, I'm curious. I'm sorry to interrupt your idea, uh-huh. but it just struck me. Did anyone ever find out that it was you? All oh, the school kids
2: knew. All the ones that I was in the back of the bus with.
1: Uh-huh. Did, did teachers find out? Did you get in trouble? It was a public bus. Did the drivers find out? Did you get in trouble?
2: No, we got out the bus and took off.
1: Okay, so I'm just asking like, yeah. how it ended up. I imagine you had the same bus driver every morning. No. We, oh, There really? were two
2: different buses. Oh. Right? Uh, I had to transfer downtown to a different bus.
1: I still would imagine if you're on the same buses every day. Yeah. Okay.
2: Whatever. And there was more than but one bus you could take from... Uh, this school. sounds like
1: you're just making everything up now. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You're just making everything uh, up. Sorry to interrupt your... If opinion.
2: anyone out there uh, is in the bus community and wants <laughs> to write to Josh and tell him my bus work... I do. I um, used to
1: take city buses up to school all the time. Uh-huh. 90% of the time... Okay. ...I had the same bus driver because I was catching the bus at the same time every day.
2: All right. This was on the way home after school.
1: Still the same bus every day. Yeah. They didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you
2: guys. Uh, so people given the, the butyric acid, told it was puke. They they were disgusted. They were repulsed. They were angry. Exact same smell, got wildly different reactions when presented in different contexts. Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Were there other contexts? or you just that's re- it. Okay, all right. Those two. Uh.
2: So my first idea here was the whole gross-flavored candy that's all the rage, right? Uh, The Hogwarts jelly beans or whatever the crap it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, I read something about some other new, uh, like I think it was puke-flavored something, some candy
1: the other day. Mm -hmm. Oh, a new puke-flavored candy. New
2: new one. Uh, So if you want... Uh, you can make some puke flavored candy. Add the parmesan for it, uh, and
1: in <laughs> just context, add the parmesan. if you oh. want puke flavor, just add. Parmesan. Well, it is, and yeah, and then gotcha. and then
2: have uh, in context that will be taken as puke. Um, it's some money, right? And if you do mm-hmm. that scheme, you owe me money.
1: And There are obviously other people doing it.
2: There are, but I don't know if they're doing it this way, right? But I came across, uh, we need more money than that, right? So I came across an article about a company called Castle Foods. Uh, And Castle Foods was, it's since gone bankrupt, a Pennsylvania-based company that got into a little bit of trouble, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. They started making a product named 100% grated Parmesan in 2010. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, The biggest buyers of this were Associated Supermarkets and Target, and uh, by 2013, they had reached $19 million Mm -hmm. per year in sales. Mm -hmm. Uh, The recipe was designed by the plant manager, and uh, the plant manager got fired in 2012. What did he do? He went to the FDA, and and he said, hey, FDA...
1: Nothing about this is parmesan.
2: They're selling some product that isn't what it's what it is mm-hmm. purported to be. I don't know how he didn't get in trouble because he's the guy who made the recipe, but uh, but he didn't. Uh, <laughs> the FDA raided Castle. Turns out the cheese named 100% grated parmesan actually contained zero percent parmesan. Uh, it was really imitation cheese, mm-hmm. trimmings from Swiss white cheddar, Havarti, and mozzarella, and
1: wood pulp. They all have all the pre... You know, the thing is, though, all the pre-shaved cheeses, uh-huh. all the pre-shaved Parmesans have wood pulp in it now.
2: They do, uh, right? I read up about the wood pulp, uh, which is incredibly common. It's supposed to have a max of 2% this of wood had... pulp in order to keep it from clumping. Well, not just this. But very commonly, uh, if they take shredded Parmesan's off the shelves, Mm -hmm. very commonly it has at least 20% uh, content in cheeses out there. That
1: wood pulp is a lot cheaper than the actual cheese. A lot cheaper. Um,
2: So this is what you're going to do. You're going to make 100% wood pulp cheese. You're going to add a little flavoring. You're going to market it for vegans, lactose intolerant people, people who want low-fat Parmesan cheese, Mm -hmm. etc. People who aren't looking for real Parmesan cheese. So you're going to avoid the wrath of the FDA. And you're going to coat it in vomit to give it that delicious Parmesan smell, Uh you're going to have it real big on the label, Parmesan, Parmesan, Parmesan. Uh The people in context
1: will smell it, think it tastes delicious. So you're going to actually coat it in actual vomit. Vomit. So not butyric acid. Vomit. So you can't necessarily, unless you get vomit from vegans, you can't call it vegan. Well, you can
2: extract the the butyric acid. It doesn't from vomit. matter.
1: It's the butyric acid coming from vomit of meat eaters. Vegans will be very upset. Just don't call it vegan. That's all I'm lactose saying. Lactose intolerant then. Okay, that's fine. Low
2: fat, lactose yeah. intolerant, uh what what have you. Yeah. Shelf stable. Mm-hmm. Shelf stable. <laughs> right? Ah. What's it gonna do? Smell worse?
1: That's true. That's an excellent point.
2: A lot of money, guys. A uh, lot of
1: money, clearly.
2: Yeah, and because the way you're doing it, you're not <clears throat> dodging the,
1: you're not dodging the bullets. Right, and I mean wood pulp. Well, you're not even fucking around with eighty percent real cheese. No, it's a hundred percent real wood percent pulp. Hundred percent wood pulp. Yeah, you're gonna be shitting great. It'll be great for you.
2: Yeah, it probably lower your cholesterol. It'll mm-hmm. act like the silica, it's clean you right out. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's great. Solid idea, though. No. Yeah. Um, I started thinking about vomit, Mm -hmm. and the first thing I started thinking about was cab drivers. Oh, right. And I started thinking about, you know, how many cab drivers have passed by drunk people on a Saturday night? Yep. How many times have you been drunk and not been able to get a cab because a cab driver has passed by you? Uh Uh-huh. How many times when Uber started... And you saw that Uber was doing uh hundred dollars cleanup charges if you puked in their cars. Yeah. Were you like, Wow, that's crazy? And I started looking it up and I was like, vomiting happens a pretty sufficient amount in cabs, yeah. in ride shares yeah. around the world. Yeah. And what actually happens in some countries is that there is a dearth of cabs during whatever the prime drinking time is mm-hmm. in those countries because cab drivers just refuse to go out. Oh. Um Seoul, Korea, mm-hmm. uh because of this uh has agreed to add on a 150,000 won or $138 uh cleanup charge uh if you throw up in a cab in Seoul. There are okay. over seventy-two thousand cab drivers in Seoul, and that's just that one city. Yeah, um, one of the main reasons they did this was because a large portion of the cab drivers would not drive at the end of the standard happy hour in Seoul. Sure, because people would be too drunk and they just couldn't deal with they
2: it. They do it up.
1: They do. Uh, Japan, the same thing. They yeah. don't have a, uh, a a thing. In Calgary. If you throw up in a cab, it's a hundred dollar fine. All right, they do um, it up too. And uh, because if someone throws up in your car, cleaning it out so it doesn't smell anymore takes time. Takes a you're not doing it. You got to take it to a professional detailer, mm-hmm. which is going to cost you a couple hundred bucks as a cab driver. Plus, you're like off the road for an hour and a half to mm-hmm. two hours. Right. That's money out of your pocket in two in two ways. You're not only spending money, but you're losing money Mm -hmm. by not being out there doing your job. So why even go out there during that time? Yeah. So I was looking it up and I was trying to figure out how many cab drivers there are in the world. And it was hard for me to come up with exact numbers. So like, you know, I said there are 72,000 in Seoul, Korea. Um in New York City. Could be a lot. Where is it? Where oh did I lose it? New York City has a hundred and no, that's not right. Sorry. There are in the United States of America there's approximately 240,000 taxicab drivers n- nationwide.
2: Oh, I would think more than that. This
1: is just cabs. Okay. We're not including ride shares yet. Okay. That gets into a whole other stratosphere. Um, they expect, it's projected that there's going to be a 20% increase in uh, taxicab drivers in over the next 10 years. Um. And uh, I think in New York City alone, of those two hundred forty thousand drivers, there's something like sixty thousand in New York City alone. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you got to think because in a lot of other cities and a lot of other and uh, around the country, cabs only run. You know, cabs here run twenty four seven. Yeah. So you have two shifts of drivers clicking around. In a lot of places, they're not running twenty four seven. You know what I mean? Like you go out to Long Island, you know, there's three guys in a city that are running after nine o'clock at night Mm -hmm. once everyone's back from a, from thing. And I was like, well, that's a lot. You know what I mean? So say there's 240,000 in the United States, there's 240,000 here, there's 240,000 there, India and China, it's got to even be even more, Mm -hmm. you know, Mexico city. I can't even imagine how many cab drivers they have there. You're looking at millions of taxi cab drivers around the world. Yes. All with the same problems, Uh Right. Then ride share. I looked up Uber, right? And it's three largest markets, and that is the United States, number one, India, number two, and Mexico, number three. Mm -hmm. Because they're not in China anymore. They were beat out by a local Chinese company. Uh, There are over, and this is just Uber, there are over four million drivers in those three countries. That doesn't include all of Western Europe. They're expanding rapidly all throughout South America. So let's say in another five years or so, 10 years, there's going to be 10 million Uber drivers around the world. Yeah. That doesn't include Lyft drivers. It's hard to guesstimate because so many are, are, are sort of doing both. Um, in China where the big ride share is a company called Didi mm-hmm. which basically drove Uber out of China uh they, they have
2: did they charge them surge prices to drive them out
1: uh, I get it I get it um it's pretty good no uh <laughs> uh they they have tens of millions of drivers Every single one of these tracks. Culturally, they all have the same thing in common. All right. People throwing up in their cabs. Sure. It's disgusting. Yeah. It costs them money. The drivers hate it, and they're losing money any way you do it. Whether they're staying off the road, whether they're going on the road and someone pukes in the car, where they're passing up rides because the person's too drunk, it's not safe for the drunk people. Who need to get home and end up driving drunk. Yeah. And I was like, well, what can we do about this? Mm -hmm. And in my research about vomit, I came across a term called emetophobia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is a fear of vomiting or seeing someone else throw up. Now, when I first read this, I thought, oh, Deb has emetophobia. She Uh hates vomiting. She won't let herself vomit. Sure. But it's intense for people who are actually emetophobic. Yeah the idea that they might even vomit causes massive panic attacks. Yeah. They will, during flu season, some of them will not leave their home for fear of getting the flu and the fact that, that the idea that they might even get sick okay. that would it, by something that might cause them to throw up puts them into such a panic and anxiety they won't leave their house. Uh, yeah. It's intense. Yeah. It's crazy. And I was looking up a metaphobia... And I was looking up, like, there are people who, like, have, like, kits that they put together. Mm -hmm. So they go out so they won't get sick uh, uh, to shield themselves from potential vomit situations. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there were tons of websites about how to get over your emetophobia, get rid of your phobia, get rid of your phobia. And then I was like, well, it seems like these drivers would want somebody to get that phobia. Yeah. And I thought, oh, how would we give someone a phobia? Okay. But not forever, not for their whole life. Uh-huh. You don't want them to, like, be, like, afraid of getting sick and not leaving their house. You just want it to be, like, for the 30 minutes they're in your cab, they are so terrified of vomiting. No matter how fucked up they are, they won't let it go till they get out of your cab okay. and are no longer... All right. A metaphobic. Yeah. Right. And one of the big things with a metaphobia mm-hmm. to get rid of it is hypnotherapy. Oh. And then I thought I've seen plenty of hypno- hypnosis shows where yeah. people are like made to be terrified of terrified, shit. terrified of shit. And I was like, every cab you get in in New York right now. Yeah. Has a TV screen in the back yeah. that you can turn off. But what if you couldn't turn it off? Oh. What if you couldn't turn it off, and it was just constantly playing uh-huh. a hypnosis DVD on it uh. that was, <laughs> you know, maybe suggesting to people that they become a metaphobe yep. for a period of time. Yep. And then I was like, for cars that don't have video screens. You do it on the radio. Mm-hmm. There's tons of tapes you used to be able to buy that would give me, that would, for self-hypnosis to mm-hmm. get over smoking and stuff like that. And I was like, ah, oh, but drunk people, they don't take, pay any attention when they're wasted. Yeah. They're not looking at it. And a lot of people aren't susceptible to hypnosis. That's true. There was a study done. Okay. In 2017, where they gave... 32 participants uh, that qualified as what they referred to as medium-susceptible to hypnosis. All right. So not like extreme in either way. Uh, Half of them, they gave uh, eight milligrams of alcohol Mm -hmm. or eight milligrams of a placebo. But the people on the placebo were told it was alcohol. Okay. They were then subsequently hypnotized and given hypnotic suggestions. Participants in the alcohol condition were more susceptible to hypnotic suggestions than participants in the Cleveland, the Cleveland, the placebo condition. Okay, Because apparently impaired frontal lobe activity facilitates hypnotic response. Mm-hmm. So you got drunk people,, mm-hmm. in your cab locked into a booth. Getting hypnotized yeah. to not throw up, yeah. And then they get out of the cab, and when they get out, you just hit a button, and the guy goes, "And you're okay. You're yeah. awake." Click. And they get out, and they puke outside in front of their own homes. Yeah. Saves like a cab God driver's intended. yeah. Saves a cab driver's fortune. Yeah. Gets people work and gets the drunks home. Yeah. In a reasonable time. Before they can get violent in your bar because they're waiting for a cab that's taking 45 minutes to get there, cab companies are going to pay you a fucking fortune for this. Tens and tens of millions of cabs around the world, and you're going to be the one hypnotizing drunk people Mm -hmm. so they don't throw up in the cab.
2: Yeah, that's great. That's good. Uh, A lot of money. You know, you could do the opposite angle, too. You could make a cab... That makes people puke, <clears throat> and you could have it a self-cleaning, drying car, mm-hmm. plastic seats or whatever, and it hoses itself off, dries in seconds, you're off the road for two minutes, and you've charged $200 puke
1: fee. Oh, I see. So you just get the puke fee. Yeah. That would be an interesting thing. Like, you could just spray the fart smell. Yeah. Yeah in there. You could just have the like instead of having the bad shocks and fart smell. The awful uh uh the awful uh air freshener, it's just fart smell. And you'll get so used to it and people go, What's that smell? And you're gonna be like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's crazy, dude. You're out of your mind. And then they start puking up all over the Only pick up pregnant women in their first trimester? Sure. Yeah. Make a lot of money. Do a lot of boom, like drive boom. them first thing in the morning kind yeah. of stuff, have them gerbin' up Ugh. all over the place. Blech. Blech,
2: blech, blech. <laughs> you guys, if you're like these two mofos, how do they have so much financial genius encapsulated in their two little tiny pinheads? How can I help them? Well, I'll tell you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna sh- shake it up a little bit. Oh, really? In our little spiel section. Uh huh. Because everyone already knows a lot of it, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone knows. If you want to give Josh and I money, you go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Go to the Get Rich Quick and Josh Knoll Show page.
1: RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Do either
2: one. Does you, com you, take you there? Yeah, either you know oh, one. Okay. Uh, and you can pledged amount half that money goes Josh and I half goes to Radio Free Brooklyn if you only want to give money to Radio Free Brooklyn cuz you're some sort of prick you can you can go to radiofreebrooklyn.com and hit the pledge button all that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn none goes to us you get a tax break cuz Radio Free Brooklyn's a 501c3 and you've supported the arts you supported the after school program you already know that you already know about the apps android uh iOS you know that you know about the 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 newsletter you already know well, what's about it, called? it it changed its name i don't know what it's called wow anymore. it's on are the they, website are they
1: kicking you out are they working on getting you no. out of there Noel? people out there have no sense of humor mm-hmm. and
2: i had suggested the name radio free brooklyn which is what the newsletter was called and apparently a lot of people called or sent in letters about you've misspelled your <laughs> you've got his typo 'Cause they're idiots. That's so uh, ridiculous. They're idiots, right? Yeah. So but uh the things I will talk about today is uh if you buy crap on Amazon, which everyone does, even though we hate Amazon, uh we, we do we do, right? We all buy crap on Amazon yeah, and we I, all are like, uh, oh, I'm putting out local business out of business.
1: I've got crap coming to me from Amazon tomorrow. Yeah.
2: Go to go to Radio Free Brooklyn, they've got an Amazon link. Radio Free Brooklyn gets some sort of I don't know kickback. All right, Uh, and we got a sponsor. Uh, They're they're called Me Bottle. Uh, I'm not gonna read the whole thing again because (laughs) it's it's all the time. Uh, I don't have it in a in a readable form right in front of me, but we do have a sponsor. They're called Me Bottle. They uh they do like they they purify water, uh and and uh, they do a lot of good things with water. <laughs> and, and if you want to support this is the important part. Right. What the thing the thing that they do that we all care about mm-hmm. is they support the arts and they have helped sponsor Radio Free Brooklyn. So if you go to radiofreebrooklyn.com, hit the link for me bottle. They know that you went there from Radio Free Brooklyn. They see that Radio Free Brooklyn is driving traffic to them. They continue giving Radio Free Brooklyn money, right? That's really what it's all about. Maybe you'll look at it. Maybe you're like, this is a product I love. Maybe you'll look at it and you'll say, I don't care about this thing. It doesn't matter. They support the arts, so you should show them that you're at least trying to find out something about them from Radio Free Brooklyn. That's the important part, right? Right? But everyone on this show will be super rich, so you might want to get yourself a crazy expensive bottle, right? <coughs> start start at the top. Water, pure water. Mm-hmm. That's the essence of life, right? Come on. Don't be a jerk. You
1: guys, as thanks. You should take your own <laughs> advice there. Why? Don't be a jerk. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh was that you squirting fart
2: juice I in just my face? I squirted fart juice right yeah. at your face. I'm uh, about to throw up. Yeah, that's right. And while Josh throws up, uh, we have a diversion for you. Every week we have a topic. This week it's vomit from that topic. We have so many ways to get so many rich. Not enough, not enough, not enough. Josh insists on finding another little way for you to get rich that has nothing to do with our original topic. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get
0: Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. So 90% of people that I talk to say that they hate their job, which I kind of understand because that's why it's called a job. It's work. If it was meant to be fun, it would be called super fantastical happy smiley time. Man, some of you have no idea just how good you actually have it. So in an effort to knock some sense into y'all, I searched the web for the worst jobs in the world, and I'm going to present them to you now. Try complaining about your job after hearing about these. Manual sewer cleaner. Sorry, but you had to have known that at least one of these was gonna involve poop. Manual sewer cleaners still exist in Delhi, India, and do exactly what you would expect that they do. They go into sewers and manually clear blockages, and for their troubles, they're only paid about three to four pounds a day, plus a bottle of booze. They're given minimal protective equipment, which based on that picture looks like just pants, and out of all the men hired to do this job, over a 100 die every year so next time you have to take crap from your boss just remember it's better to take crap from your boss than collect crap for your
1: boss right
0: am i right get it because it's
1: oh come on that's funny that guy didn't sound canadian at all <clears throat> the only thing that would have made so. him more canadian was if he, if he had said i'm going to take all that money and save it for as long as i can <laughs> and then spend it wisely
2: I don't I don't
1: think that guy was Canadian. That guy was 100% Canadian. He sounded like he was from the Virgin Islands. Mm, yes. He, he had definitely a calypso accent. Yeah. His patois was amazing. Man. Oh, and your you didn't sound like a Canadian trying to do Oh no. a Caribbean accent at that all. That
2: was me doing that, guys. We <laughs> oh. don't have a
1: guest. Okay. We <laughs>
2: That was all me. That was
1: incredible. No. Yeah, I know. You are, you're polyglot. I am. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 You speak every language there is, and your accent is impeccable. They
2: actually call me polyglot
1: a lot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's your drag name, <laughs> polyglot. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Noel, before anyway. I throw up yes. from this witty banter, how are we going to make money off of vomit? Oh. I'll
2: tell you, right? So you guys, vomit, it is, as we have been discussing, naturally repulsive, right? Vomiting, it's actually a really useful biological function, right? Uh, If toxins or the sort are detected in the digestive system, the body takes corrective action, you know what I mean? Uh, makes you nauseous, makes you uh, stop eating or mm-hmm. drinking more of the toxin, right? Just sometimes it all takes a little <coughs> nausea, and you stop whatever bad is going in. You stop it because you don't feel good all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. But if you're uh not of the of the listening sort, or if that doesn't fix the situation, it goes to the next step. Your body starts salivating.
1: Uh, that is to protect your teeth from the oncoming oh, stomach okay. acid. That's interesting. I've always wondered why. What the what this why? Because you know we have all felt that. Yeah, to protect the teeth. Uh, your upper intestine
2: contracts, so it gives a <clears throat> squirt of what's gone just past your stomach back in. The sphincter between the intestine and the stomach closes. This is one thing I found interesting. Your lungs automatically take a big breath. You take a big breath because you can't breathe and puke mm-hmm. at the same time. <clears throat> so yeah. the first <clears throat> step... The
1: puke will go into your lungs and you'll drown.
2: Yeah. So you automatically take a big breath mm-hmm. and then strong contractions in the abdomen, reverse peristalsis in the digestive tract, and you puke, you puke, you puke. What went down now...
1: Came up. It's true. It's always interesting to me—not always, but it is interesting to me that the initial throw up uh-huh. is so difficult, yeah. right? To come up, and you can feel like the whole process happening. And then once that door is open, Oof. once the process has begun, oh, it'll yeah. just—it's like, just, just easy peasy.
2: Yeah. So, uh, but that is not all there is to the the whole uh, function. Of the puke, right? Because we are not on an island. We are social animals, Mm. right? We don't just need to protect ourselves. We need to protect the herd, right? Okay. So there's a good chance if I'm eating bad Water buffalo. Mm-hmm. You, my child, is sitting with me mm-hmm. eating bad water buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I puke, mm-hmm. you find it disgusting. Mm. That's not a, a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. That is biology at work right there, uh-huh. yo. Right? So we... Find vomit disgusting. If the person next to us starts vomiting, it makes us nauseous. Mm -hmm. So we lose our appetite. How come that doesn't work with animals? And the. What
1: are you talking about? Well, like a dog will vomit and either eat up their vomit or another dog will come over and eat their vomit. You know, there was
2: something I was going to read about why dogs eat each other's vomit Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I didn't. I think it is another Mm -hmm. crazy thing they do learn about each other or Mm -hmm. something. Um I I didn't go down that road intentionally, but this one is uh it is biology. it is our social makeup um it and so if the person next to us starts vomiting, it makes us nauseous so we lose our appetite and stop eating uh the potentially toxic food that we're sharing um and. The person next to us puking can even make us puke. Yeah, right. We find it so revulsive <laughs> at a reflexive level.
1: I was that kid. I was a kid who vomited every time someone else vomited when I was younger, and I would get in so much trouble for it at school. Like if a kid threw up, I I went to a Montessori school when uh-huh. I was when I was a young boy in St. Thomas, which everyone is like, "Oh, that's such a hippy dippy school." Uh-huh. The problem is. Th- Each class had one teacher and one assistant teacher. Uh And the assistant teacher was an old school in every class was some old school Caribbean woman who did not put up with any shit. (laughs) And I can guarantee you if she had not been told expressly that she couldn't hit us, Uh we would have had the shit beaten out of us every (laughs) single day in any class. It was a different, you know, uh, lady, but they would they had no compunction. About And so it would always happen in, like, the lunchroom, Uh right, where, you know, some kid would throw up and everyone would freak out. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly I'd be, like, five seats away. I'd get the smell. I'd look over. I'd see it. And then I just couldn't stop myself. And she would be okay with the kid that initially threw up. Uh But me, I would catch hell for it. Yeah. Because, like, I just made her life exponentially more difficult. Yeah. But I couldn't control it. Anyway, continue. anyway, sorry. So I, I started thinking to
2: myself, what can we do to make money off of the fact that this <clears throat> revulsion to vomit is so in us, in our bones, mm-hmm. in our reflexes, right? Uh, and I thought and I thought and I came to me, right? So if we look out there, right, there's always been money to be made in anti drug sloganeering, <clears throat> right? The, the well, obviously not Nancy Reagan just say no, but then that went from there to this is your brain on drugs. People made a lot different. of money off those things, Did right? They? Off those ads, yeah. sure. There's a company that made a lot of money. Okay. Um, we got a problem in this country. We have an opiate problem in yeah, this country, do. and I don't think I'm the only one who's seen train spotting enough to know what happens when you take. <clears throat> opiates, heroin, whatnot, you puke, right? Mm -hmm. It's a Mm -hmm. common thing. If you want an effective campaign targeted at people not using opiates, you show them puking and puking and puking from it. And you make a (coughs) anti-opiate ad campaign. Mm -hmm. You could could do this for, uh, you take kids and you... Drill it into their heads, right? You can have a, a, an anti-drug camp that you're making money off of where you show them videos of just people puking. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bobby, want a pill? Sure, sounds fun. I've heard it's cool. Bleh, bleh, puking all over each other. It'll be like two girls, one cup, but no negligees, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of money in it. It, it. The more I thought about it, it's absurd. That no one's actually targeted this in their ads. It's absurd to me. Uh, you can <clears throat> do it, you can make some money, you you, you can get rich.
1: It's you know, this segs perfectly into my next one. Okay. Because before I was talking about emetophobes. Yeah. Now I'm going to talk about emetophiles. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That is people who love vomit. There are uh, who yeah. love get a sexual thrill from vomit. Many of them, they uh They track it back, not unlike anyone else who's into BDSM Uh or, uh, uh, you know, whatever their particular kink is, to their first memory of having any kind of sexual feeling to that, you know, thing. There was one girl who was... Something was happening, and she was being punished by her father, and she was put over her lap to get spanked, Yeah, and she could feel his penis through his pants. Not a wreck, but she could just feel it through yeah. her pants, and she was getting spanked, and she was so nervous and terrified, she started throwing up, but just that whole image of feeling a penis up against her stomach and throwing up and getting spanked all simultaneously became like a thing for her. It's her fetish. And I was going online, and I found all these emetophile forums. And there's a lot of emetophiles out there. One of the creep- are there a lot? There's a decent amount really? based on this. There's a ton of uh, uh fanfic on Tumblr. Okay. Uh, there is uh, uh, people love doing like Iron Man, Spider Man, gay daddy, twink. A uh, uh, fanfic where there's, uh, where, there's uh, puke. where there's puke involved. Um, Fucking internet, right? <laughs> there is a a a a population out there that's ripe to make money on. All right. There are videos everywhere, and that's all well and good. Okay. But then I was uh, so. Firstly, the 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 creepiest uh, site I went on oh. was.
2: You, wait a second! You went to the sites?
1: I went to the not to the video sites, but to like forums, just to uh-huh. see what these guys were talking about, how many people were talking about it, like what their kink actually was, because uh-huh. I didn't know if it was like, do I like getting vomited on, or just seeing vomited, and it does spread the spectrum. I'm sure there are people who it's they only it like seeing the spectrum. it. Spectrum. Literally, <laughs> there are people that like seeing it. There are people that prefer to get vomited on, uh-huh. uh, and as you will learn later, there are people who like to actually eat it. Okay. Um. But this one, it was this. It was on this website that was called Psych World. Okay, and it was, I, I, it was one a metaphile post, but apparently the whole forum was for people who identified as pedophiles, and they didn't actually. What? Yeah, and it was like it was it was horrible. Like I literally, and it wasn't like they You're were. You're on a list. From looking at that? No, I don't know, because this was a public- I hope forum. you're on a list from looking at that. It was a public forum, uh-huh. and uh, 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 basically, I wasn't actually in the whole pedo part of it, but what was happening was, is because it had been shut- I hope you were nowhere near the pedo part. Just, will you let me finish? Okay. Before you go bananas on me? All right. So the, this emetophile was asking about this thing, and in his thing he says, I see that it's all pedos on here, mm-hmm. and I just want to know, uh, uh, I'm into this whole puking thing. Anyone here into that? And someone was like, well, you know, we're mostly pedos on here, but, you know, have you checked this other forum uh-huh. that's below? And he was like... Uh, no, um, I did, or I did, but there was nothing about it in there, and they were like, "Yeah, well, okay." And then, you know, I only got into the puking because of this one thing with uh-huh. a, in the because it was all stories. Like yeah. these are all pedos oh, who, okay, these okay. are all pedos who are into it, but they're not like they've never acted on so it. So they're, the, okay. they're not, they're not swapping right. photos, as far as I know. Yeah. I think they're fully aware that what they are into is illegal, but they 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 discuss the fantasy. I uh-huh. think. And, and, uh, it seems like there's a lot of like fiction written about like sure. horrible yeah, fiction yeah, about yeah, fucking yeah. babies and stuff yeah. like that. But anyway, that was the creepiest of all the things, obviously that I, I, uh, uh, I sort of saw, but it was like on one guy's site, it literally said on the bottom of every one of his posts, trigger warning, I'm a pedophile. <laughs> like it was completely wow. insane. At it the was bottom com- though. After yeah, you yeah. read the whole, post. right. It was completely insane. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I was going through some of these emetophile things, uh, and I saw several, and this is an example of one where a guy's talking about I was drunk while out during New Year's Eve, and I saw a big heap of vomit. Normally, this would make me vomit at the sight of it, but because I was drunk, I lay down on my side next to it and started licking it. <laughs> I am worried because ever since this, I have become a Addicted, and Uh. I often go out in the early hours of the morning in the hope to discover vomit to fuel my addiction. Mm -hmm. The more congealed the vomit, the better. Uh. Then I read an article about a landlord in uh, Taiwan Mm -hmm. who uh, would only rent apartments out to young women. He had like 20 young women work uh, in his apartments, and he would pay them to shit on him and vomit on him. Wow. Um, He would pay them 500 Taiwan dollars. I don't know what that is in American dollars. Uh, And he referred to himself as a vomit connoisseur. Okay. The women would vomit on him, and then he would eat it, and then he would describe uh, the flavor of the vomit. For example, uh, one of the women said that one time she vomited vomited on him, and he said, oh, it tastes like sautéed corn with fragrant sesame, very fresh and delicious. Wow. Wow. And there were not a small amount of these ones of people okay. enjoying the eating the yeah. vomit. Yeah, yeah, This is what you're going to do, guys. Okay. You have all these various people, and there's a lot of them out there, uh-huh. more than you think. For the, all the people that say that they are, there's, you know, that are out loud and proud, you can't imagine how many people are not out loud about it because sure. of the shame. So instead, you're going to bring it all together. You're going to go the reality porn way Uh where you're going to have a house with cameras in it all over. You're going to have beautiful young women in there that are basically bulimics uh, uh, into vomiting in some fashion. And they're just going to throw up everywhere. Mm -hmm. You are going to sell the clothes that they have that they've thrown up on. You Mm -hmm. are going to sell visits there that guys can come and get thrown up on. You are going to sell... Just like we were selling panties. Yeah. You were gonna sell people can get their favorite girls vomit yeah. sent to them yeah. on ice and they can eat that person's vomit. Yeah. It'll be signed, it'll be uh, numbered and uh maybe they'll even make a special video for you so there you go guys yeah that's great that's good hey uh you guys if you want to
2: reach out and touch us you can do it on Twitter at grq you can email us at grq with josh at gmail.com you can email us on Facebook at facebook slash grq you can uh if you go online subscribe rate and review to the podcast form of us if you only listen to podcasts, tune in to our nights eight o'clock get the schemes five days for everyone else.
1: No time for anything else. No, no. time for anything else. But you're we know getting, we're rich. getting rich. Yeah. yeah,
2: you know you're getting crazy super rich off this one this week.
1: Yep. Yeah, so once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place.
0: Ain't back, gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. So stick around, baby, and everything will be okay.